You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and we've got a great show for you today. We had a whole lot of trade deadline stuff happen. We got some home run calls right. Me and Nitro DFS, we went yard yesterday. Two out of three ain't bad. That's pretty good, Chris Meany, and we've got... A full slate here today. We got some day games. We got evening games to talk about. Chris Meany, it's a jam-packed show. It is a jam-packed show. Yeah, happy Thursday, everybody. We're usually not here on a Thursday, but lots of games, lots of trades yesterday. You and Nitro killing it on the home run calls. I yeah, told you, we, we refuse to go more day. than two days without one. That is And, and that's the thing. Get rid of the slump, right? I mean, think about this. Think about this. 30 major league teams, right, on a full yeah. slate uh every nine players on each team times four at bats the chances of us getting home run calls right are has got to be in the single digit percentiles and yet yet here on on deck chris we just continue to crush it it's unbelievable it is unbelievable and i i just want to continue to crush it finish strong over these next couple months and and that's the thing right where those slumps are not long we're, oh, we're yeah, like, they're two days. We're like Mike Trout at the plate here. I mean, two and sometimes days, it's not even. Good. I actually had a half one two days ago because Pollock did go yard in my and my my crappy Colorado call, but whatever. So let's it's fly good. through yesterday. We'll hit the trade deadline, then we'll hit the slate. So uh, yesterday in the day slate, uh, we saw Luis Castillo get the W. That was not uh, very, very positive there. Uh, that Nationals game went into extra innings there. So nobody came out with the W, but Juan Soto came out with a home run. And Adam Duvall, another one, fourth yes. jack already. It's crazy. Suarez hit his 29th home run, the Reds game. Uh, then continuing on, the uh, Yankees went into a rain delay. And when they came back, Zach Greinke had a different team. Uh, Waggis back got the W. Uh, which is hilarious. I love the Waggis pack. Uh, we love him here on the show. He's He might become the new unofficial mascot. Mike Trout, we told you it was a night where you could pay up for Trout. If you paid up for Trout, you got a dinger out of him. You got the return on investment. We were wrong about the Samarja start there. He had another yeah. strong, strong outing from Samarja there against the Phillies. Those Phillies, man, they just stink. But Pablo Sandoval was good. So uh, that he hit his 14th home run. Nice to see him have a little bit of a, a rebirth. Uh, keep running through these games. Meadows with a three-run dinger yesterday. Correa with his 13th. But Plesak got the W over your Queedy. We were wrong on that one, too. But we were very right about Barrios. I was obviously very right about Eddie Rosario going yard. Mitch Garver continues to crush it. We told you to have him. We told you to have Rosario. If you did, it was a good night for sure. And uh, look at the rest of it. Hendricks with his eighth win there. He's on a very good stretch lately. And uh, Jordan Lyles. Look at Jordan Lyles. Uh, beating the A's, uh, a bit of a shocker there for me, Chris. Yeah, oh, big time. And I think that was his first win since May. So I yeah. mean, probably a bit of a shocker for him, but I'm sure he likes his new environment. I mean, the twins with your Eddie Rosario call, but Rosario, Kepler, Garver, all yard. 
they have 209 home runs, a league high by far. The Dodgers are next at 183. They're on pace to shatter the MLB record, I think, set by the Yankees, um, you know, just a few years Crazy. ago. And so. Barrios with 11 Ks in that start, too. Top notch. Uh, we Everything told we you, we told you it was worth it. It was the right chalk. It was the right way to go. It would even play in tournaments, too. Uh, Calhoun hit a three-run home run, too. So good to see Willie Calhoun out there hitting bombs again, too. Favorite of ours. That's a big positive. Yeah. So so I would say overall it was a B-minus for us because we did get the home run call. We got the Barrio start right on the chalk. We got a couple of the other uh, offenses correct, too. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we, a couple of things got wrong, too. It wasn't as good of a tournament night for us, but in the cash game area, we basically just crushed it everywhere. So let's go over to some of the players on the move. Zach Greinke, who we mentioned before, now a Houston Astro. This is a huge acquisition now. He goes to a team with a great offense, great defense, and now he is basically the number three on that staff, Chris. What a staff, right? I mean, Ugh. they're they're the contenders the now in my, in my mind. They were already. I you know I was starting to really lean Yankees, but they don't have this pitching staff that the Astros have. I mean, to go Verlander, Cole, and Granky in a series is unbelievable. The, their bullpen is still a little bit shaky, but it doesn't matter because their lineup is fantastic. They make a ton of contact. They don't strike out. This reminds me a lot of when the Astros went for it and got Justin Verlander and what happened. They won a World Series. Well, and they're three pitchers, too, that pitch deep into games. These deep aren't five-inning pitchers. These exactly. are guys who are going seven, eight innings, and that's huge because you're talking about the bridge to the bullpen to the W being very short now. So that is that is terrific. It takes a lot of pressure off the bullpen. We'll see, you know, who gets bumped. But even like you mentioned before yesterday, Wade Miley's been very good too. Nick Castellanos on the move too. He moves over to the Cubs. So I was saying I'd really like to see him uh, <laughs> get an opportunity in a lineup that's much better, and we have that opportunity. So how do you feel about this one? I think it was a great move by the Cubs, and I think they're thinking forward. I mean, if they're going to play the Dodgers in a series, think about all the lefties that they're going to throw at the Cubs. And Nick Castellanos is one of the better guys in terms of just making contact against left-handed pitching. He's a really good hitter against lefties. So I, I think that was a great move by the Cubs. I mean, that was the rumor that made sense. And, yeah, it's a phenomenal move. You put him into the lineup, that's a great addition to that Cubs lineup. A, a solid move. And, and, and a must. Again, you're going to throw all those lefties. The Dodgers have a ton of lefties, so I think this is a great call. Yeah, and you've also got, uh, let's see, Jose Jesus Aguilar on the move as well. Uh, you had uh, Green go over to um, Atlanta to close games. So that's positive, too, because they, they've they certainly been a bullpen and flex all year. Uh, so I, I would like to see a little bit of stability there, and I'm pretty sure he's going to have that job. So uh, that's a positive there. Any other big deals for you that you felt? Uh, <laughs> look, and the Mets didn't trade anybody. I told you they're all in. <laughs> I yeah. told you so. Yeah, they didn't I, do anything. I, I, I want to jump off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I mean, they kept Wheeler and he's on the mound today. I, you know, I saw reports that they tried to flip Strom into the Yankees. So I wondered if that's what their whole deal was to just block the Yankees and then all of a sudden just flip them and maybe get a better return because the Jays got nothing. I mean, even for Aaron Sanchez, whatever, Aaron Sanchez is not great, but they didn't get anything for Aaron Sanchez, who also went to the Astros. It's another pitcher uh, that they acquired. But I think the most fascinating deal for me, and we don't see this too often, prospect for prospect, Zach Gallen and Jazz Chisholm, who's one of the best names in, in baseball. The Diamondbacks traded him, the shortstop, um, to Miami for Zach Allen. I mean, that to me was that's your, just an old school prospect for prospect and something that you don't really see too often. Something we'll probably talk about down the road. But I thought that was a pretty interesting trade. Yeah, that was. And it was fun to see my buddy Craig Mish named on MLB Network. 
I do a lot of shows with Mish. I worked with him a ton. I was actually on a show again last week. So that was kind of surreal. I want your friends get mentioned on uh, national TV. That's yes. pretty neat. But uh, that was all yesterday. That's all in the past. Today is a new day. Yes, it is. So let's fly through these day games. You got Pineda and Yamamoto. You got Derek Rodriguez, Arietta. Uh, also, you've got the A's at home again against Milwaukee. Dylan Cease at home against Wheeler, as you mentioned. So those are the four day games here. I like Wheeler the most. 9-6, I think that's a really good return on investment, standalone pitcher. Uh, I'll take him. If you don't like him and you want to get a little less ownership, I think Pineda might be the way to go. I know you're a Pineda guy, so you probably support that. And I'm keeping it simple. I'm going Pineda and Twins or Wheeler and Mets, some combination of those guys. You could do it very easily on FanDuel because you got McNeil at 3-3. You got guys like Robinson Cano at 2-6, uh, J.D. Davis 2-8, Frazier 2-9. Even the Twins, I mean, Eddie Rosario is only 3-6, so it's a joke. It is so easy to get that in there. Play some uh, cash games. You can even throw it in a tournament as well. I think that'll float. Anything with the other two games in this day slate that I missed that you actually like today with Megden, Chase Anderson, uh, Derek Rodriguez and Arietta on the Hill. What are you looking for in those, if anything at all? Yeah, I think, I think we could get maybe some Brewers bats in here. I, I would attack. I know we didn't get a lot of runs yesterday in Oakland and Milwaukee. That was a bit of a letdown, especially the A's for sure. But I think we can go back to that game, maybe for some offense. We've talked a lot about just some value on Fanduel with, with the A's. So, I mean, Chase Anderson on the Hill, a fly ball pitcher, you know, gets out of Milwaukee into Oakland is a, is a decent environment for him. But Magnin is a guy that gives up a lot of contact. I mean, he's somebody who doesn't strike out a lot of guys either. Um, you know, lefties are hitting 322 against him, four homers, a 401 Woba. Compared to righties only having a 194 Woba and a 155 average, that's significant. That's a huge difference. And you go up up and down the lineup in Milwaukee, you're seeing a lot of lefties there. Obviously, Yelich, Grandal, Moustakis, Eric Thames is going to get in there, and he's pretty cheap as well. So I would maybe attack this game from an offensive standpoint, but you're right. Wheeler's the guy, and we've seen DeGrom and Syndergaard have ph- phenomenal matchups against the White Sox. And for Pineda, I think he's a, he's somebody to consider as well. Um, you know, only given up over three one runs once since May, so he's been pretty steady, and he's going to get the offensive support. Okay, let's move on to the evening here, and let's start with Trent Thornton and Asher Wachowski. Now, or oh, see, Wachowski, Wachowski. I believe he directed one of the Matrix movies. It's like Worcester sauce. Wachowski, Asher Wachowski, and his first name is Asher, which does not help. I just no. want to say. Asher Washashi, it's all one thing. But, you know, as much as we want to joke, he's actually a guy that I just picked up. I like this kid, actually. Week. Yes. Over the last two starts, 14 and third innings, 16 strikeouts, just three walks. I think this is a great opportunity for him tonight. The price is right at 8.1. It doesn't get much better than that over a fan duel in terms of tournament size. And then <clears throat> when you go over to the DK side of things, he is 7.1, a great secondary pitcher tonight against Thornton. And I know the Blue Jays have been good, and we were on that train, but this is DFS. We run hot and cold depending on yeah. whatever the day says. And I think Wachkowski or Wachowski or Asha Washa Washa, I think he's got a real opportunity today here because he's on a hot streak. And look, they kept Mancini. They kept Santana. They kept Villar. Team's still intact. They could put up some runs on Trent Thornton. They're at home. What do you think? Yeah, I like him. You know, he's got, so I've been writing him like up the and price just, and I like him for that price. Uh, yes. And I've been writing him up and saying, don't, you could probably expect like a wash bomb, like yeah. <laughs> for the NBA fans out there, because he does have a 54% fly ball rate, which is really concerning for a guy who pitches in Camden. But I watched his start against the angels and I was extremely impressed. And I saw the one before that against the Red Sox. So he's been back to back Red Sox angels, 14 innings, 16 strikeouts, 
only two earned runs. It was a home run that he allowed against the Angels. Other than that, this kid has, and I call him a kid. He's three years old. He's just spent a lot of time in the minor leagues. No, he's a kid to me now. He's I'm, basically I'm a older than him now. I'm yeah. So <laughs> yeah, he's a kid to us. But you know what? He's striking guys out, and he did it in the minor leagues as well um, with, with Cleveland and before he was before he's a member of Baltimore, right? He, he's, he had mm-hmm. 84 innings in AAA as, with the Cleveland organization, and he had a solid 3.61 ERA, and he was striking guys out almost nine per so i like him tonight you're right the jays have been hot but i I feel like he can rack up a few strikeouts and this is not a you know an overwhelming slate so if you want to go him and cole i think it's a pretty good i mean you can get 20 plus k out of those two guys tonight all right let's uh move on here brendan mckay against andrew cash and mckay's just 6.3 over on dk and 6.2 over on fanduel so really low price there against boston which i get i mean you know that you know especially with mookie Betts, jd and xander all in there uh, Andrew Casher on the other side of this. Now, Austin Meadows is heating up again. I love him on the Vandal side <clears throat> at 3-6 today. I think that's a terrific bargain. You don't get any bargain on DK, but on Vandal you do. And at 3-6, I really like him on that format. What are your thoughts today in this one? Because I think you can – I think the contrarian play of the night is to get a, some rays against Andrew Casher because everybody's going to be thinking, oh, wow, you know, it's you know, McKay's really priced down. Maybe we can go ahead and – you know, get a bunch of those Red Sox bats in. Maybe algorithm says he's going to get lit up tonight. But I think there's some love over there. This could be a high scoring game all the way around. The total is uh, 10 and a half. Uh, this could be an over. Yeah, it and it probably will be. I mean, Kashner, uh, we know he's not great. And I think the way to attack him with some of these righties, I know Austin Meadows has been good. So I would, I would definitely roll him out, though. But Abasel Garcia, Travis Darno, I mean, had a great July. I was just looking at the July leaders, home run leaders. Travis Darno had eight. I mean, that's in the top ten. He's he's been great so far this season. So that's that's one guy I would I would consider. I mean, Kashner, a three forty six Woba, five hundred slugging percentage, thirteen home runs. That's what right handed bats are doing to him lately. So it's not a great environment. I think we can we'll see some runs here. And on the Boston side, obviously, those guys are so expensive. Everybody, Andrew Benatendi, look at him. He's up at five two now. I mean, this guy was in mid threes last week. My God, still three nine on Fanduel. I mean, it wasn't that good, but you know, no. JD Martinez still cheap on Fanduel four yeah. one. Sam Xander Travis four one at two four. I mean, that's yeah. like a standalone guy that maybe you can get in there. Yeah, I, I think you get in on this game on both ends of it. You know, from the offensive side, because you're not going to get on the pitching. So go get some offense. It's more, it's more Fanduel friendly than anything else. Garrett Cole on the mound tonight, eleven seven over on Fanduel, eleven three on DK. Now this is shocking to me. I love this DK price tonight. Salazar getting a shot here again. And, you know, I don't know how long Salazar is for this game. I mean, it's great to see him back on the slate and all, but let's not go freaking out. Just because Fran Mill and Yasiel Puig showed up does not mean that Garrett Cole all of a sudden is not going to dominate these guys. So I love this opportunity tonight for Garrett Cole. I think Houston is is got to be Jazz getting that other guy in that rotation. Oh, yeah. And to me, you know, him and a guy like Asher Wachakashke, I think that's a great pairing on DK tonight, and it's much more cost-efficient than you would venture to guess. Agreed. Yeah, that's what I said. I think we can get 20-plus strikeouts out of these two pitchers tonight. I'm not scared of this. I like what they did. I We talked about this yesterday. You know, filling the holes for Brantley and Edwin with Puig and Reyes is great. I mean, this is exactly what they needed to do, but Garrett Cole is still phenomenal, and we're getting a price discount. Maybe people are going to shy away because the fact that they just got 40 plus home runs now inserted into their lineup with those two bats. 
I'm a big fan of Garrett Cole tonight. I love the price. I, I love the fact that people may be off of him. And Salazar, you're right. I mean, he does have 28 strikeouts and 17 innings throughout his rehab, but he hasn't gone long at all in any of those outings. Like a couple of them were like one or two innings. So I don't expect him to even get to the five inning mark here. And we know about the Astros. They just don't strike out. So Salazar will be somebody we'll talk about in the future. But not, not today. Not, he's not today. He's a fade. Not today. Sure. And I'll tell you what. I mean, not only is he a fade, but I think you, you'll get Bregman at three eight again. Jordan Alvarez at three nine. Carlos Correa coming off a night where a home run three seven. That stack there in the middle where you fade the top three guys who are higher priced and go for the next three, the four five six hitters. I really like that tonight, uh, along with Cole. I think you can make that work very well because there's a lot of guys in that two range tonight. Uh, I see them guys in Baltimore in the two range. Uh, some of the guys, uh, even, you know, even in some of the, uh, lesser lineups we'll get to in a bit, you can make this work tonight. It's not impossible. And I think Danny Salazar is a huge trap tonight. So just be careful. I I would not go there. Even if he pitches well, it's a matter of what's that bridge to the wind. Like he's going to outlast Cole and they're going to score enough runs to support him. It's no chance. John Lester on the road. No chance there either. No, no, (laughs) no, no. Go look at the splits. They're terrible. Jack Flaherty at home. I don't know. I just. I know the splits, the splits are better are at home. Yeah, they're a little bit better for him. Yeah. But uh, Nick Castellanos, by the way, is going to be uh, making his debut for the Cubs today. But how do you feel about this one? Or do you have the guts here in a tournament tonight with a little bit shorter slate to take Flaherty? Because I, I think you can make a case for it in tournaments. He's 8.5. I get it. He's uh, $400 more expensive than our boy Asher Wachachowski. So do you think that this is a good spot for him? Or do you think that that Cubs lineup in the rivalry game, you stay away today? I'd probably stay away. He's coming off his best start probably of the season. I mean, he just faced the Astros six innings, only gave up two in runs and struck out nine. It was very impressive. This is the fourth time he's faced the Cubs and he's been decent. I mean, he had nine K in his first outing through five. He had eight K in his second one through five. And then he got lit up in that third outing, but it was back to back starts. We talked before about how hard it is to face a team five days later after you just had success. He didn't even make it out of the fourth inning in that one. He had zero strikeouts. So I'm a little hesitant with him. I think GPP tournament only. Uh, I would rather with just roll the dice with Asher and get that, you know, $1,500 savings in there. And I can go elsewhere with my lineup, but I definitely don't mind him in like maybe one or two spots. It's just tournament arm because of the splits. He has been much better at home. Lester has been really bad on the road. Uh, But for the most part, this is, and I feel like you think this way too. It's one of those games where you kind of just shy away from, this has been a very low scoring series. It's been very tight. I probably just shy away from it altogether. I'll tell you what, another surprising one too is in that same price range as Desclafani tonight. Now, my problem with Desclafani is where's this Reds lineup now? Jose Iglesias is going to be moving up to the five hole. Peraza's in the six hole. This is terrifying. Like, (laughs) I I get it. I know Suarez went yard yesterday. I don't know how long you can carry them for. Uh, I like him tonight at 3 7 on FanDuel against Freed. But, dude, like, this this is tough. Like, that Reds lineup now, no scooter, no Puig. I mean, Votto's had a terrible year. It's this is tough, man. I, I don't know. Roll Freed out there at five eight. Look at that price. I mean, he- yeah. Well, there there's another one too. You want to talk about discounts? You want to go to the top of the board tonight with Cole and and, and Max Freed? You could do that, and then just basically take every Red Sox and and high expensive Houston Astro guy you want and just load up. And I think you could be. I mean, he's Line Star's biggest value. Uh, he projected more points than Andrew Kashner, who's who's cheaper. So at 5'8", we're probably going to get the run support. Like, Descalfani has been good. I'll give him credit. He's been great. I mean, the strikeout rate has has spiked. But this is the Braves. I mean, this is a 
Adam Duvall just steps in that lineup and is hitting yeah. bombs. And well, here's the thing. Has been good. That's the thing. It's like, it's like, can they, you know, they, probably yes. He is, he is the epitome of a five inning pitcher. You know, last three starts, 15 innings. He's not gone six in any of them, all five, five, five and a third. Uh, the good news is over that time, the strikeout rate's been pretty good. So he's above 9K per nine over that period. He, the problem is he's hittable to 21 hits. But yeah. on the good side of that is, you know, we're talking about Philip Irvin and Iglesias and Peraza. Oh, and it's just, pathetic. you know, Kyle Farmer. I mean, this is, it's not good. It's not where you want to be right now. As a Reds fan, this, I'm sure is a little, it's a little weird. Like you got Trevor Bauer and then you traded away your entire offense. So I don't know. You're kind of just scratching your head thinking what the hell's happening And they didn't here. score anyways. Like I know. only the Dodgers had allowed fewer runs than them. Like they've been good all year in terms of pitching. They they really have. They just don't score. And, and I think you could probably get away with Freed. I think you can come away with a W tonight. He's yeah, not going to get the so quality too. start. That's asking a lot, but I think the W I think is very possible. Last but not least, Joey Lucchese against Clayton Kershaw. So 10-7 for Kershaw on the DK side, 11-4. He's at home. Uh, so I'll pose the question to you. Cash game tonight, Garrett Cole at 11-7, Clayton Kershaw at 11-4. I'm going with uh, Garrett Cole, actually, to tell you the truth. How are you going to go? Yeah, I'm going to go with Cole, too. I have respect for this Dodgers team, or this uh, Padres team, rather, against lefties. They've just been really good against lefties, and they've had some success against Clayton Kershaw this season. So I, I feel like The Kershaw, last start was pretty good for Kershaw, though. It was. Uh, I was just going to say. 9K, 7K. So, yeah. so I do feel like he could get 7, 8, 9K. Um, but again, like Tatis, Machado, Margot, who has moved up in that two spot, he's been one of the better hitters against lefties so far this season. He's quietly been pretty good. So, And Hunter Renfro. I mean, this is a guy who has a 50% hard hit rate against lefties. So, yeah, Kershaw could, you know, churn out a, a good start, but he doesn't have that same ceiling as as Garrett Cole. He's just not the same pitcher anymore. So I'm going to shy away, to be honest. Uh, I and, might even and, attack him in a, as a contrarian way. And the Dodgers were a team didn't acquire anybody. You know, they're going to bring up Dustin May. He's going to be the guy that comes up there now. So we'll see how that works. But kind of fascinating. I mean, they're just kind of rolling with what they have. And they've been so good all year. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to worry about it. Now, we'll get into the Puig and Fran Mil Reyes business probably, you know, after the Astros are done. (laughs) But for now, for now, I just want to, you know, we're going to stay on the safer side with Garrett Cole tonight. I think that's just the way to go. So that'll kind of do it for us. What do you look at the betting lines for after the DFS stuff is now put to bed? Well, I like the Twins again, obviously. Um, this would be three for three for them, but if you want to roll the dice again, I don't even think it's that big of a roll. They're minus 175 favorites. I would go that way. I'm just shying away from Philly and San Fran. I just don't want to waste my money on those two teams right now. I like the Mets again. That worked out for us yesterday and the day before, minus 174 favorites. I do feel like there'll be some runs in Oakland and Milwaukee, but there's not a total there yet, which is a little little strange to me and wondering what's going on there. Not a total in Baltimore and Toronto either. Uh, I do like the over in Boston with Castro and McKay on the hill. That's at 10 and a half. I like the Astros. Um, I'm going to go with the under in the Cubs and the Cardinals game. That's at eight and a half. That's been a low scoring series. Like I said, I'm going to take the Braves at home and I'm going to go with the upset. Actually, I'm going to take the, 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 take the Padres over the Dodgers. All right, there you go. So it's time to call our shot. Yesterday, I got Eddie Rosario right. Nitro DFS, our boy over at Line Star app, got his right as well. So, Chris Meany, I will give you the floor today. Where are you going for your home run call tonight? I am going to – I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm going to uh, – Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. I was going to go with Atlanta, too. Funny. Let's see what you oh, did. Oh, really? I was – One of the hottest hitters in baseball is Josh Donaldson. But okay. I'm going to go with Freddie Freeman. 
No, that was good. No, I took wrong. it. You know, Did no, I take you know it? No. Oh, so no, I know, you know he's what? going yard then. We're going to do it. We're <laughs> you and me together. This is the first time we've ever done this. I just want wow, to turn it the really keys. is. Yes. Let's turn the keys. You and me, I don't, we haven't done it all year. I'll That's take a second actually. one anyway, just for fun. But yeah. let's make this the Freddie Freeman show today. I agree. Freddie Freeman going yard today. He's had a bit of a home run drought, starting to see the ball better, had three hits the other night, had some walks. I always think that's a good sign of a hitter starting to break out. So that we we agree. Freddie Freeman, yes. turn the okay. keys on that one. My secondary one is Austin Meadows uh, going yard against Andrew Fair. Kasher tonight in uh, Boston. I think that's your, that's your one and one A home run calls tonight. But we're turning the keys on Freddie Freeman. And tomorrow we'll be back again to break down the slate for you on Friday, as always. And I want to remind everybody, the pre-snap is coming soon for football, so go subscribe to our pre-snap show here at Linestar App. That podcast will start in August. We'll be doing some previews of all the uh, all the divisions. It's going to be good times there. Get you ready, prime for your DFS uh, lifestyle and your wagering as well. We're going to have a standalone wagering show and then two DFS shows, so that's going to be hot, hot stuff over there. Make sure you get your Linestar App as well and follow us on the twitter machine at joe pizza 17 at line star app and at chris meany that'll do it for us there's only one thing left to do and that's step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard we'll see you next time kids don't get traded you've been listening to the dfs on deck podcast brought to you by line star hit subscribe tell a friend and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts joe pizza and chris meany